0: This edition of How To Be A CEO is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, Reid, Founder and CEO of The Stack
1: World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio.
0: Houses, great big ones with massive gardens and telephone number sales prices. We all go online and have a look at them. It's fun, it's aspirational. Look at that floor plan. One day. Maybe. That's why we're in business, right? It's also dead interesting looking at how much the one up the road sold for and you
1: know who else does that? the CEO of Zoopla. Clearly, I would call it quality control on the product. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think anyone interested in property, and I've always been absolutely passionate about property long before I came into this job, would be lying if they didn't say that they spend some time looking around the digital portals.
0: Charlie Bryan's been running the property portal for four years. He knows how people use it, but he also knows the housing and renting markets are being squeezed by the cost of living crisis. And Now there's a new PM just moved into her new house at number 10. What would he say to her if he popped round for a cup of tea?
1: In terms of affordability, we need to make sure that interest rates don't run too high and therefore mortgage rates don't follow and become unaffordable for people.
0: I'm David Marsland from the Evening Standard, and we're talking to Charlie over Zoom. He's in the office, and we're going to be speaking about his reservations about hybrid working. But before that, I want to know what's going on with the housing market that, like so many sectors, has been put through the ringer over the last couple of years. Charlie, let's start with, I mean, let's start with the housing market itself. I was having a look at what the latest is on the housing market. It's up. It's down, it's expanding, it's crashing. From Zoopla's perspective, how is the housing market right now? The
1: housing market right now is is actually really strong. Um, If you go back to the financial crisis in 2007, 2008, we we reached a new normal where about 1 to 1.1 million houses a year have changed hands. Last year, on the back of obviously the Covid lockdown, uh, we saw that jump by 40, 50 percent, near 1.5 million. And there is still a desire from people to find more space, to move to other areas. There's nothing quite like locking people in their homes uh, for the best part of a year for them to realise that it maybe isn't exactly the place they want it. So we're still this year going to see really strong numbers. It'll still be about 1.3 million this year. But interest rates are rising, mortgages are becoming more expensive. And that's certainly going to give a pause for thought.
0: One thing I think might be interesting, you may not know the answer to this, but has that move to homeworking for so many people affected how they're looking at buying houses? And I mean, not just like people moving out of the city and heading into the suburbs and, and other areas that we saw, but are they actually looking at things like can I build a home office in here now?
1: Absolutely. We, we did some work actually looking at how search terms had changed and things like, you know, garden sheds and home office and extra space certainly figures. So people without doubt are thinking differently about what they use their home for and what their home has to cater for. You know, roll back to early 2021 and everyone wanted to be out of town, staring at the green fields, hearing the cows moo in the morning. But actually the reality is, People are sociable individuals. They want to go to restaurants. They want to go to bars. They want to theatres nearby or whatever else. So we are definitely seeing a return in interest to being in the city.
0: Did people use Zupla differently during lockdown? I mean, obviously, all your estate agents, things were closed. There weren't very many sales going through. But were they looking at things differently? Were they using the site differently? How did, did you have to react and change things?
1: We certainly saw people using the site a lot more. People certainly turned first uh, to a digital source of information, whereas previously they may have wanted down their high street looking in estate agents' windows or whatever else. You certainly saw the search terms change. So people were looking for more specific things. But I think the real change that we saw is the rise of things like virtual viewings or guided viewings or 360 tours that enabled people to get a much better feel for a property before they went to visit it. And, and I think that's going to become a new norm. There's no, there's no replacement for actually going in person to see and view a property. But being able to get a much better idea of what you're going to find before you turn up there, I think, is a real positive coming out of COVID.
0: That's really interesting then. So all that technology that, that was already there was starting to get used more then. Are you looking now at different ways of, I, I guess, giving people that virtual experience?
1: Yes, we are. It continues to evolve, as you say. It was there before COVID. It had evolved before COVID and continues to evolve. I would say two really important things, though. The first is if you speak to an estate agent, they will often tell you that we have customers coming along. They come to look at a property. The property is not right for them. But in accompanying them on a visit for a property which is not necessarily right for them is a huge eye opener to the estate agent as to what is right for that particular home hunter, and it does then help the estate agent find the right property for them. So it's a really important part of, if you like, closing the circle on finding that perfect property. You know, you can often be put off by a floor plan because it doesn't meet a preconception you may have, or you may be put off by the photograph of a particular room. But actually, we all know from our own experiences that when you get to a property, it's all about how it feels to you, what the area is like. And, and, and you have, that natural sixth sense of this is right for me and this is not. And and that's really difficult to get from just a virtual viewing.
0: We're in this cost of living crisis right now. We've just got a brand new prime minister, Liz Truss. What does she need to do to help people either buying homes or renting them?
1: So there are a few things. I mean, listen, the first and most obvious one that springs to mind is we, we need to keep a check on mortgage rates. We are all fortunate. Those of us who've been around a bit longer, a bit like I have, uh, can remember when we got our first mortgages. And I think, I, I think my first mortgage was at 52 5.3% fixed for two years. And I was delighted with that. Um, and so there is a bit of a return to a bit more of a new normal because we've grown very used to, over the last five to 10 years, mortgage rates of the 1% or 2% land. But in terms of affordability, we need to make sure that interest rates don't run too high and therefore mortgage rates don't follow and become unaffordable for people. Certainly that's true. Secondly, we've known for a long time that as a country we, do, we don't build enough new homes. We certainly need to be able to encourage those house builders who are sitting there on large land banks to be able to build on them. And whether that's adjustment to zoning restrictions, planning restrictions, cutting out some of that red tape, but really getting more new homes built in the UK is super important and then i think the third thing is is to make those homes, whether new or, uh, or an existing stock, more available for those people who are desperately trying to get onto the housing ladder, whether that is as owners or renters, whether that is as first-time buyers or people who have, may have fallen into homelessness. So
0: you mentioned uh, that you were doing research there with crisis. There's also a partnership going on. Can you explain a, a little bit more about that?
1: Yes, I, I feel super strongly that it's the role of any CEO today to really think beyond your organization particularly when like us you're fortunate to have a very well-known brand and presence in a particular sector so you know we have 96 percent brand recognition across residential property in the uk and that puts us in a really powerful position to try and tackle and do our piece to tackle the big homelessness problem that we have in the uk the reality is we we think many of us think of rough sleeping as The embodiment of homelessness. The the sad reality is that that is just the small tip of a very, very large iceberg. And there's a much larger population of people who are living in temporary housing or sofa surfing or uh, living out of Airbnbs. And it really is critical through on-the-ground assistance to people who find themselves in homelessness, through working on policy changes, through helping to fundraise, that anyone who has that presence like we do in the industry can pull together to try and tackle that. We have um, lots of people internally here who are out volunteering in the crisis warehouses and shops and shelters. Whilst on the other hand, we do a lot of work supporting crisis in their in their policy making endeavours.
0: So, if you're doing things like pol- looking for things like policy changes, I mean, would you be asking for an interview with? perhaps the Prime Minister herself? Will you be going into Ty Downing Street to raise this? We,
1: we, we certainly, on, on issues that we feel we can make a real difference in, we certainly want to make a stand on it. For instance, we took a stand a couple of years ago against discrimination for those on housing benefit in the private rental market. So it was all too often that you would see an advertisement on one of the digital classified sites promoting a property for rent that very clearly stated that it wasn't available for those in receipt of housing benefit. Um, And that is something that I personally did take to number 10. And uh, we managed to make a very, very good stance on that. And I'm pleased to say the industry has largely moved away from it now. It's not to say it's entirely eradicated, but it's a lot better than it was.
0: So you took the job as CEO of Zoopla I think 2018 was that
1: right? Yes that's correct I, I took over from the founder of Zupla when Zupla was taken private having previously been a listed company um, by private equity investors in mid-2018.
0: So that's about four years We're coming up to your fifth anniversary have you done what you you set out to do what big changes have you managed to make there?
1: I don't think the job's ever done I have to be honest I think uh are, are we pleased with some of the things that we've managed to achieve um as a team, during the last four years, absolutely. You know, we had a, a bit of a hiccup um, during those four years in the shape of uh, effectively eighteen months disruption um, through COVID. Uh, Touchwood, I think we're largely out of that now. Although, obviously, the the economic reverberations of COVID are being f- are being felt by all industries. But yes, really happy with some of the progress we've managed to make, but really excited with some of the things we still have to come.
0: Yeah. How did um, the, the, the post-pandemic while we're in now, how has that affected how Zoopla has run? You're obviously a, in a meeting room right now, but your staff are generally at home these days.
1: I think hybrid working is inevitably something that is here to stay. Um, I'll be honest. um, I think hybrid working has its place and has its benefits. But I absolutely am a firm believer in the power of bringing organizations and people together. So I do think that our company, as well as others, are beginning to lose something in terms of the power of in-person crowdsourcing of ideas. I think for those who are starting out early in their careers, the loss of a Apprentice-like mentorship, where you know you may be sitting in a desk in an office with a bunch of people, and you could you could just be picking things up by hearing the toing and froing, or you could be asking the person sitting next to you, oh, you know, can you give me a quick hand with this, or how do you approach that? I think that is getting lost. So I, I would love to see um, more people spending more time in an office environment because I think that. They would learn a lot more. I think the organization would benefit from it. And I think them as individuals uh, would be surprised how much they enjoy it. But I equally recognize that people have adapted their lives around hybrid working. And therefore, as a CEO, you you need to offer both. You need to figure the best balance for each team on a team-by-team basis.
0: Okay, let's go to the ads during which I will absolutely not be looking at a three-bed terrace near Victoria with a three and a quarter million-pound price tag. I have absolutely no interest in its luxurious master bedroom and its walk-through wardrobe. It has its own private parking space. Okay, to avoid temptation, why don't you give us a rate and review on your podcast provider? Now, Charlie, do you ever? just pop onto Zoopla just to have a look at a house, any house, anywhere. Just go, I wonder, I wonder what that looks like, what's What's over there. And just get, Do you get caught in a Zoopla rabbit hole like lots of other people do just looking at houses?
1: Well, clearly I would call it quality control on the product, but uh, (laughs) I think think anyone interested in property, and I've always been absolutely passionate about property long before I came into this job, um, would be lying if they didn't say that they spend some time looking around the digital portals, just understanding what's out there, what's happening in the market, what's new, what's going on in the neighborhood. And, you know, it's a very big part of what we want to do at Zoopla is to actually encourage that, but in a much more structured way. And so actually realize that a site like ours has so much more importance beyond just find. The majority of people come to sites like ours when they're looking to find their next property. But actually in the UK today, the majority of renters stay in a property for four years. The majority of owners now stay in a property for 18 to 20 years. And there is so much more that we can provide them throughout that life cycle that's interesting to them not just understanding what's going on in their local area or what's happening to the value of their property or what local planning permissions are happening, but also helping them in terms of maximising the value of their property and minimising the running cost. So actually for us, it's really intentional to get people to be cruising around Zoopla, even if they're not intending to move within the next 3, 6, 12 months.
0: So how then do you get people to specifically go to Zoopla? Because, it, you know, in, even in your time, more rivals have come up. There's a lot of websites out there all looking to attract people's attention what makes you stand
1: out I think the big differentiator for us is is data the data we have access to, and how we then use that data. And you know, most uh, most evidently for us is is the valuation of the property. Zoopla, ever since it started back in 2007, has been known as a place that you could go to and you could look to see the value of your property and the value of properties around you. Um, and so we have a heritage in providing good, accurate, intelligent data to people to help them make decisions around their home. And in fact, When we talk internally about our purpose, we say that our purpose is to reimagine intelligent home decisions for all. And so it it all rests in the data. And we're lucky that we get data not only from uh, the vast amount of traffic that we get to our site every day, but we also have a number of other businesses around the property space that enable us to build up those databases uh, to provide really intelligent information to both estate agents and house builders and mortgage lenders as well as consumers
0: I mean you said Zuppla 's been around since, since two thousand and seven. Does it help that you were one of the first people into this kind of market? I mean to, to, does that being the first mover effectively does that have a long term advantage? listen
1: any, any marketplace site effectively benefits from from network effects and, and this is irrespective of, of which industry you 're talking about, whether it 's cars or, or shopping or or, or property in that, obviously, the more traffic you can attract, the more vendors or in our case, estate agents you would attract, and which in turn attracts more traffic. Can you get into that virtuous circle of network effects? So yes, I do think being there early and having that brand recognition. Is really important. I think having that uh, large volume of traffic is really important. It is undoubtedly challenging for a new entrant to the market to build up that brand from scratch and to build up um, that that traffic pattern from scratch. And, and Zupla, you know, when Zupla was formed, it did amalgamate very quickly a number of the large pre-existing classified sites around the market, so sites like Property Finder and Prime Location, etc., all very much came together uh, to form Zubla, which helped us get that initial tra- tra- traction uh, on consumer traffic.
0: But as one of the first companies in or did to work, did to create a kind of property portal, can you still be innovative? Can you still be disruptive? Do you have to be?
1: Well, absolutely. Absolutely to all of those, by the way. But, but most importantly, we absolutely have to be. Um, You know, I'm a firm believer that in any business, you need to focus on controlling your controllables. You need to focus on what you are doing as a company and not spend your time looking over your shoulder at what the competition are doing. And that's exactly what we do as a team every single day. We're talking about how we're going to make a difference, how we're going to make a change. The reality is, I think there is a huge opportunity to bring property search into the 21st century. From a consumer's perspective, it is still something that is associated, whether you're a renter or a buyer, with stress. Stress and unanswered questions. Here. Am I buying in the right area? Am I paying too much? Um, is the market gonna go down? Am I gonna get exumped? Will I get my mortgage? Will the mortgage valuation be enough? Etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And you live in this constant turmoil of stress such that you talk to people and they go, oh God, I've got to go property hunting this weekend. You never hear them say that about going to buy a new car or a new piece of furniture. And it should be something that's exciting and empowering. I mean, you're talking about the place that you're going to raise your family, meet your friends, whatever your stage in life may be. And so I think there is this huge opportunity to do two things. Number one is to take the stress away from um, home ownership and occupation by helping to be much more predictive about what people need at what stage and actually use data to bring a much greater degree of transparency to the whole process. So you don't have those unanswered questions. And then the other piece for me is to frankly do what today's up and coming consumers, so the next generation of home buyers fully expect. And that is that, you know, 20 years ago when Property Portals first started, you could search by value. You could search by postcode. You could search by number of bedrooms. And, and you know, guess what? Today, the majority of people still search by value. They search by postcode. They search by number of bedrooms. And that's not the experience you get when you do your grocery shopping or buy a book to, to read on holiday or listen to some music or watch a movie at the weekends. You have a much more curated personalized experience that understands a lot more about you as a consumer. And property is not there yet. So I think there's a vast scope of innovation. And I'm really, really excited to be at the forefront of it.
0: Why is property not there yet? I mean, people have been moaning about the the, the stress of buying a house since, I don't know, the the 18th century probably. (laughs) I don't know. It's always been the same, hasn't it? Why has it taken so long?
1: It's a good question. Um, I think it's partly just the number of moving pieces. Because if you think about it, in any property transaction, um, let's put renting aside for a minute, but this could equally apply to renting and think about buying a property. You've got a vendor you've got a purchaser you've got an estate agent you've got at least two sets of lawyers you have a you have a mortgage um, lender and you have a, a valuer just to name a few and then around all of that it's not in a static environment it's in a fluid environment that you may have other purchasers coming in etc so you're trying to you try to corral a huge number of parties not all of whom always have their interests aligned and i think therefore it's it, it it's for a long time just been put in the too hard basket. But, you know, that's the great thing about the digital world. It allows you to do that, number one. And as I referred to a second ago, number two, the next generation of home buyers are not going to want that. They're going to expect that. They, you know, they, the, the 20-something Gen Z think very differently about how they go and buy and procure services. And, and, and property has to catch up with it.
0: Yeah, but can it be streamlined at all? Would there be a role for Zoopla to maybe take on some of those elements, some of those wheels that are turning? Is there a future for you to get involved in that as well? Yeah,
1: absolutely, 100%. And in fact, we, we do it to a large extent today. Many people think of Zoopla and know Zoopla as a, a digital classified site for property listings. But actually, in reality, that's only a small part of our business. We're also the largest supplier of software to estate agents. Um, We provide CRM and progression systems to new homes developers. We're the largest supplier of valuation and risk data to mortgage lenders. We're already present in so many different parts of that chain. And so I almost feel duty bound to be successful in linking them up together because I don't think anyone else can do it the same way we can.
0: Now, you said that you've always been interested in property. You've always liked to have a look at a a, a nice house. But you didn't start in property yourself, did you, Charlie?
1: No, I didn't. I I came out of uh, university and went straight into investment banking. Seven, Seven or eight years or so in investment banking, actually largely focusing on very topical these days, the utilities industry and the energy and power industry. And then I, uh, in 1999, uh, was offered a role to go and work for a then the first FTSE 100 technology company, MySys PLC, where again, I started initially in M&A and then went into, into an operational role. And that was my first exposure to technology and got, and, and got increasingly excited, obviously, on the transformational power of technology in that instance, primarily in the financial services industry. Um, uh, before returning to banking as a, as, a, as a technology specialist, but spending more and more of my time with property clients. And that's how I came across into this.
0: Was it the, the technology then that interested you or the property?
1: It's both. I think, you know, the, the, for, any, for anyone interested in technology, it's all about, in my view, uh, the transformational power of technology. The age-old question, there has to be a better way. Um, And so I think anyone who has been a real pioneer in technology has started with that question of how can we do this differently to make it better for all of the stakeholders within a particular transaction or or, or interaction. As I said, as someone who's always been interested in property, who'd always been around the property market, who'd always been keen on, on investing and developing in property, to see how you could bring those two together, the enabling power of technology with the real need of property. I love the fact that property is something that's important to every single person in the country at some stage during their life. So it's something that you can really relate to. Can you
0: remember your first day? Do you remember what you did?
1: My first day at Zoopla? Yeah. So I, well, I came into Zoopla through, um, through an acquisition. So I was CEO of a, a data business called HomeTrack, uh, which services uh, mortgage lenders' risk and valuation requirements that was acquired by Zoopla. So I have to say I remember my first day extremely well because it was – being part of a much bigger business than a FTSE 250 listed company, having come from a relatively small business. And suddenly we were bringing something new into this company. There was a huge amount uh, that we could do to develop. And I, I do remember running around just thinking of all these different ideas of what we could do together as, as home track within Zoopla. Um, and then having to sit back at the end of the day and say, okay, this is great. Let's distill it down into one or two that we're really gonna focus on um, rather than trying to do 50 things at once, which it is of course, um, something that a CEO has to do every single day.
0: Sounds like it was, it was very exciting. How, do you, how have you managed to sustain that excitement or, or have you as you come through to, to you know, four years into five?
1: Absolutely. I mean, listen, I don't think you could say that the last few years has been in any way short of uh, surprises, changes and unknowns. And, you know, we're still getting into it now. You know, if I look at the business of of being a CEO today, the old fashioned things like, you know, setting the strategy and direction of the organization, um, hiring great people, delivering the P&L are obviously still really important. But actually, You've got, this, you've got this fascinating mix of things going on. On the one hand, um, you have the obvious economic challenges that we're facing into as a country right now, whether that's inflation, rising interest rates, supply chain challenges. You've got customers looking to be supported through turbulent times, and most customers in whatever industry you are, and ours is no exception, don't know quite what the future in six months or so holds you know, what the property market's very buoyant now, but if if interest rates go to 5% again, mortgage interest rates, I should say, go to 5% again, um, what's that going to mean for the property market? So you've got customers who are very demanding. And then the expectations of the end consumer have changed as well. As I was talking about earlier, you have consumers wanting to interact with companies and markets very differently. And then I think probably the biggest Change I've seen in, in in my career as a CEO is is the expectations of of the people you work with day in day out the teams and clearly people are the most important thing by a country mile in any company and the expectations of those teams, how they want to work, whether they want to work in a hybrid way, what they look for from the company. You know, particularly employees coming through today want a company to offer a lot more to them than just um, a way to earn a living, see the company making money. They want a company to be able to make a difference in its community, to really have really steadfast ESG goals, etc. So with all of that going on, it's impossible to be anything but really energized as a CEO. Because just there's so many unknowns, it, it's super exciting. And when you're in, in an industry such as ours, as I said, which is so rife for for innovation and excitement, I think it's it, it's a great place to be. You couldn't be anything but excited every day.
0: That was Charlie Bryant from Zoopla. For the best interviews, news and analysis, head to standard.co.uk or check out the Evening Standard newspaper. How to be a CEO is back every Monday morning. Start your week with us. I'll see you soon.